you know, the physically distanced classroom looks quite unfriendly and quite um, traditional and uh, very individual. It's, it's set up for individual learning. Um, so it's a huge change for us, I think. The dynamics are, are, are so different. You know, I, I would uh, motivate students, for example, to um, uh, throw a ball to each other, you know, to, to kind of like take turns and, and, and stuff like that. Of course, this, this can't happen now. So I, I had to modify things a little bit. Welcome to MFL Shop Talk, a Junior Cycle Talks podcast series for teachers of modern foreign languages. I'm Libby Butler. And I'm Mylene Bowman. And we are Modern Foreign Languages Advisors, a Junior Cycle for Teachers support service. They can't see the movement in, the, in you know, my facial expression. I find it extremely difficult to hear them. And they're wearing kind of thick cloth masks as well which makes it more difficult and it also kind of subdue has subdued them a little bit i'm completely exhausted then by the end of the class because i'm trying to be very up and very dynamic especially with the first years and the junior classes so that you know we can keep the mood you know happy and positive the sound bites you've heard are from mfl teachers talking about the challenges they've encountered in the physically distanced classroom in this podcast series, we are bringing you conversations with MFL teachers captured during a series of online community of practice meetings recorded this autumn. The purpose of this podcast series is to share the challenges we face in this current context of a physically distanced MFL classroom and to support each other with workable solutions. Our MFL teachers joined us from four different school contexts, two all-girls schools and two mixed schools. So we are live streaming um, our classes um, and they bring their own headphones and they are able to follow the class. So I purchased a small microphone, a small amplified microphone and a lot of other teachers in school are doing that now for students to hear. Um, I have something that I think is really useful for me and the students and it's a very large Perspex screen in front of my desk. So basically, I can move behind and I can explain ex is, uh, without a mask. But I can see my lips moving and my full body because the screen is, is huge. In this first episode of MFL Shop Talk, we are focusing on student engagement. How can we support student engagement in this physically distanced environment? What has worked for MFL teachers in the junior cycle classroom. Libby and I caught up with some MFL teachers from a wide variety of school contexts to talk about the challenges they are facing in engaging students and the solutions they are exploring. Here are two teachers, Aoife from an all-girls school and Christian from a mixed school. They are sharing some strategies that they have tried to help support student engagement. Okay, so it's still a, it's still a learning process, and I'm still trying out new things. So for the first years, um, you know, we were very conscious. We wanted to make sure that they integrated well into the school. Um, I have first year German, so I have. Um, they're all on Teams. We use Microsoft 365 Office, so um, we're kind of doing a little bit of blended uh, teaching and learning. So you know, I'm trying to make sure that I put the fun things 
so that they can record themselves, do videos it's up on Teams. And um, that's a little bit of a link to me. Um, a few games. We did mega bingo uh, yesterday with, with chocolate bar prizes. Basically, uh, numbers 0 to 31 and the alphabet A to Z. And they had two. We had been working on it for the past couple of weeks, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we were just doing it in the class. It was just a way for them to kind of shout out and for me to hear their voices. And um, I had lots of prizes, lots of different games. It was just kind of to raise the energy. I try to adapt most of the stuff that I do normally in, in a class, in a normal environment, of course, uh, uh, and, and make it a little bit more uh, fun, you know, um, like maybe looking like, like games, you know, stuff like, for example, you know, activities like chain reactions, you know, like um, uh, having chunks of sentences all together, you know, and they have to kind of like translate it correctly, you know, and then if they get one wrong, then the, the next person will go. So it kind of creates, again, it, it raises the energy the level of energy in the classroom when it creates um, that little bit of fun and that um, competition between the students who, who really want to get that sentence right, you know, to down to, to the smallest detail. And and I noticed that that is helping a lot, you know, in terms of engagement of students. Um, they experience the activity as, as a game and as a challenge. And um, it, it kind of like, Again, you know, it raises the level of energy there, and it makes it a little bit more fun. And and it is fun for them, but it is fun for for, for myself as well. Eva and Christian shared some ideas on how to raise the energy in the classroom. Games have helped them to motivate students who are somewhat subdued due to wearing masks. Here is Deirdre, also from an all-girls school who has tried something else with her students recently to give them a bit of a break. In our school, the students have mask breaks in every class. And that's been really beneficial because we do find that behind the masks, you know, they're quite subdued and they're getting quite tired. The students leave uh, the classroom in every single class um, and they go outside and do a little loop of the grounds of the school and they take off their masks um, and sanitise and then come back in with the masks back on them. We've talked about activities to raise the energy and give students a little break from the masks. What about the use of devices and technology? Here we have Fanula from Mixed School discussing the use of devices and technology to boost student engagement in a classroom. Quite, we're very lucky that we have um, the use of tablets and telephones in the classroom. And um, Deirdre mentioned some of those great um, digital uh, tasks that we can set them through Quizlet and uh, Kahoot, but also there's Storyboard.com, storyboard which is free, which is they can create their own dialogues with cartoons and pictures. And then I've been using Padlet before, they're sending it for quite a long time for the e-portfolio. It's very colourful, it's very easy to use and also can be used as an interactive board, you know, for synchronous learning in the classroom where, you know, students, we have it all up on the board and everybody can post their thoughts or their responses, you know, um, taking away from the element where they can't, where I can't hear my students, so the responses can go up. Um, in front of each other and then we can give each other feedback on it you know and um, also in terms of uh, feedback I know it's great like all of the other teachers there my students are able to record themselves and send me the recordings but I like to give 
uh, audio feedback myself because then they can hear the pronunciation um you know the language uh, the authentic language and they find that very helpful and they like the individual's um you know feedback they feel that they're being listened to as opposed to just mere written feedback so i find that very useful um but there are challenges we're only starting to use teams and one note but we're all teaching each other and students are teaching me as well as i'm teaching them so that's a very positive thing so that's most certainly motivating them It seems that technology can be very useful in sustaining student engagement. We are going to hear Deirdre again, followed by Chiara, also from an all-girls school, and then Christian, talking about using technology to adapt to the current context. Uh, a lot of the homework is um, assignments and tasks that the students will do at home. Um, and as Aoife was saying earlier as well, a lot of them have uh, an audio element included in it. So tasks where the students have to upload uh, an audio recording. And this allows me to be able to hear the students properly um, so that I don't have to listen to them from behind a mask. Teaching and learning with games like Quizlet and Kahoot, um, you know, I find that good. Although we do not have devices in the classroom, we do have uh, a class set of devices that can be brought in. Yeah, so as Eva said, it's I think it's a work in progress, uh, the strategies that we're trying to um, find and during our work. And a couple of things that worked really well uh, for me were um, on the game side, um, as Eva did, I tried to transform a few games that were on paper uh, in digital form. And it actually works because we do have a lot of access to technology. So for um, an example would be a guess who that I always do when I do um, the kind of starting beginners class in first years or in TY. And um, now my cards are digital. So they're all on, on a slideshow and they pick one as, you know, as they were picking the the, 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 the paper one and, and then can still play and then can still have fun. And it really works well. Um. One thing that worked really well for me was uh, keeping up the peer assessment through the technology and in a kind of fun way, giving each other's points. And um, I would ask them a lot more to send each other's uh, work, to look at the work and to give an oral feedback to each other. So instead of giving um, a written feedback or something we were doing on the paper before, um, they're just sitting there having a chat and um, and give feedback to each other and then I would collect all the feedbacks and do a kind of a general feedback on the task that we were doing but it's actually coming from them and what they've been spotting on each other's pieces of work. Now I tried it with written work and my next step is going to try it with uh, oral pieces of work. I feel sometimes the fact that we have been on distance learning is helping the situation right now. If we hadn't had that, now we'll be in, in huge trouble. We're trying to to have, uh, you know, a traditional and, 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 you know, I suppose a digital kind of approach, so blenders. And, uh, of course, with, with, with some, some aspects, um, we we use a lot of Google Classroom as well, and um, as Eva was saying, like um, 
some some students would record themselves, you know, saying different things, you know, d- depending obviously on the abilities, you know, you would have freshers again, you know, maybe um, saying, you know, the alphabet or a few words or a few greeting um, messages there um, to obviously you know the more advanced students like you know trying to do um sort of role plays through zoom and screen records one of them would screen record, you know their zoom call and they would they would upload it on google classroom literally call each other on zoom or google meet or whatever whatever i have to use and then they screen record um uh, their conversation and 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 then you know they're, they're literally like an acting like like a little role play you know um so you, you you have the two faces there, and so it, it is it is effectively role play. Of course, it's a socially distanced role play, but it is a role play. A blended approach seems to be helpful, especially when supporting oral communication, which is of course a particular challenge in a physically distanced classroom where students are wearing masks. Thank you for listening to our first episode of MFL Shop Talk. And of course, a particular thank you to the teachers participating in our online community of practice. If you have enjoyed this MFL Shop Talk podcast, tune in to our next episode, where we will be discussing how our teachers have faced the particular challenges of encouraging oral communication in the physically distanced Junicycle MFL classroom and the workable solutions they have found for their own particular context. I suppose, yeah, looking forward to kind of learning about and trying out new strategies that might work well as well. Again, we're holding this together, you know, and we're all learning about, you know, the new process and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, if something doesn't work out, then, then great. You know, you can try something else.